0: Welcome to the Hannibal Files, a Strange Harbors podcast. This is a weekly discussion of Brian Fuller's serial killer drama Hannibal, which is now streaming on Netflix. Tonight, we'll be discussing episodes 7 and 8 of the second season, titled Yakimono and Suzakana, respectively. So tonight, Derek, is uh, he's got a previous engagement, so he won't be able to join us. So it will just be me and our other co-host. Amir Ture. And we will be talking about these two episodes, just the two of us. But first, I do want to talk about a big piece of news that has nothing to do with Hannibal. As we cover this show, this series, we really don't have too many opportunities to talk about what's going on outside of Hannibal. But this is something that's just, I think, so big that I don't think we can just sweep under the rug, right? So, of course, I'm talking about the shocking announcement that actor Chadwick Bozeman has passed away from colon cancer. It's funny because I was actually watching Hannibal to prepare for this podcast when the news broke, and I thought it was a hoax at first because, like, you know, the Twitter sphere and social media—you can never take anything seriously, right? But
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: This news is crazy. I just, I just couldn't believe it. Uh, how did you find out? Were you, were you on social media?
1: Yeah, I was online when it happened, too. And, and a friend texted me as well, like, yo, did you hear this? And you actually shot me a message as well. Yeah. And it was, um, yeah, it was unbelievable. And I think part of what made it so shocking is that, you know, it wasn't really, I think, public knowledge that he had, uh, you know, co cancer. And so, yeah, it just seems like it was out of nowhere. And apparently, he'd been fighting this cancer for many years. I mean, it sounds like he... For four years, since like 2016. It sounds like he shot like multiple action movies, like while doing chemo. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. Unbelievable,
0: yeah. It really is. It really puts his like work in a not a different light, but like just what kind of person he was, like how seriously he took his work and how dedicated he was to the the craft. And it's gutting to hear news like this. And
1: yeah, that's yeah.
0: that's crazy. And I was like, well, Kevin Feige and like Marvel, they had to have known, right? Because like. Yeah. If you get like do. a if you have like a diagnosis like that, they need to be able to plan ahead or something. I don't know, but like apparently they didn't know because Ryan Coogler, who directed Black Panther, he was like, "Oh, I was writing words for someone who little did I know that he wouldn't be speaking them or whatever." So like, I guess they didn't know they they had no yeah, plan for for this or anything. It's must, it's must crazy. Played it very close to the chest. Yeah, That's unbelievable,
1: yeah. man. I mean, that's super, yeah, it's just super shocking, super sad. Especially because he seemed like such a good dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just yeah. like a really good person. And his role as Black Panther meant a lot to a lot of people as well, especially. I know he's done all the work, and, uh, but I know the lion's share of what people know him for is that. Yeah, and, Black uh, meant Panther. meant a lot to a lot of people, so.
0: Yeah. Just a couple of days ago, I was watching Defy Bloods, you know, like the Spike Lee movie. He was in that, too. He was really good in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a, just a tremendous talent. That was... Taken away from us too soon, and I don't know. I I do respect the decision that he didn't want anyone to know because I think like once you tell people that you have this illness, that's pretty much all you become, right? And then the illusion of being an actor is kind of shattered when all people know is that you're fighting right. Your like, personal, yeah, life yeah. yeah. This is just one of those deaths where you're like just out of nowhere, and you're like so taken aback. I I can only like count a handful. Of deaths like that in my lifetime, I feel like Robin Williams is one of them. Michael Jackson, Kobe, Kobe which was also this year,
1: just earlier this year. Yeah,
0: <laughs> some guy on Twitter was like, "If you draw Kobe welcoming Chadwick Boseman into heaven, I'm gonna lose, <laughs> lose my
1: shit." <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if this is the same like category Amy
0: Winehouse. Yeah, Amy Winehouse.
1: There's a lot of people. I don't know. What you, I'm sure if we sat down there actually are like more. You know, yeah, yeah this, there this are a one, lot of people. Of the, this is this is one of the this is one of the big ones. I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah.
0: And that's like a Marvel fan too. It's it's like it hurts particularly badly, you know, because like I know one website was like, oh, they published like a think piece right away. It's like, oh, what's Marvel gonna do now that uh Chadwick Boseman isn't around anymore to, to play Black Panther? It's like, dude, he's 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 not yeah, dead for like he- not two even, hours, not just, like, just
1: like, just yeah, it's just a little gosh, right? Yeah,
0: so, yeah, yeah, it's a little ghoulish, right? Like, just, yeah, just relax, you know, but
1: but uh, the only other thing we'll say about that is uh, you know, if you're a black man, African American man, or just you have an African heritage, uh, go get your colorectal screening, um, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, um, uh, you know, the general recommended screening is, is 50, but um, I hear 40, right? Man, in uh, general population is fifty. Depends on the restaurant. Mm. but I would say get like get screened earlier um, if you're a black man because uh, we are a higher risk group. So yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't even know that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I-,
1: I think the screening guideline. I think the screening guideline is the same. Mm. Uh, I-, I would say if you're a black male, definitely get yourself checked out. Yeah. Man, so he was diagnosed... Well, he was 43, so he was diagnosed... he
0: was 39, uh, what's, I guess. Uh, what, 39?
1: He's also older Man. than
0: I thought he was. He didn't seem like yes. he was that old. Yes, he looks very. Uh,
1: he looks very young.
0: Yeah. He was very young. Yeah. He had, a,
1: he had a very young like kind of face.
0: Yeah. He has such a presence, you know? Because, like, someone was joking that he's going to play, like every famous black person ever because like yeah. he played jackie robinson he played Thurgood <laughs> james Marshall. Brown. um it is kind of <laughs>
1: funny
0: yeah james brown on get on up that's yeah yeah so um just do everything. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. just that good right yeah rest rest in peace rest in power i guess oh my god all right hannibal serial yeah, like yeah. killers i guess C- uh, <laughs> we are now past the halfway point of uh Season 2, right? With episode 7 and 8, titled Yakimono and Suzakana. Yakimono is another course of the traditional Japanese kaiseki meal, typically a fish dish, grilled or uh, cooked on an open fire. Yeah, so I think this episode is pretty much the, just the fallout of what happened last episode, right? Hannibal leading the FBI to where he stashed a very much alive Miriam Lass. I really did enjoy this episode. I think the next one is a little more slight, a little palate cleanser, I would say. Get yeah, like I mean, this, this,
1: this, is, this one's sort well, of the but... end of an arc, right? This is sort of the end of, of, the, will, of the Willing yeah, Prison yeah, yeah, yeah. arc. And it's a, it's a great one. This whole arc is a bagger. And just mm-hmm. every episode, it feels like the show goes from strength to strength. And uh, this was no, no exception.
2: I think it's a
0: high point. I think this is a high point of the entire series, right? I think so. so
1: I mean, my jaw dropped when I saw Miriam Lass was alive at the end of the last episode. It's like, it's the kind of, it's the kind of, like, end of episode reveal that just, again, compels you and forces you to watch the next episode. I mean, I tore through this season. I just couldn't wait. Yeah. yeah, I could, I could not wait to, to watch this show week by week because it was just so, uh, it was so unbelievable. So, yeah, I, I did not see Miriam Last being alive coming, even though they kind of teased it. And um, I just had to know what happened next and I, I saw this episode. And this was equally as nuts, I think.
2: Yeah. The
0: big uh, plot development here is uh, Hannibal's always just doing frame jobs. That's all he does He's framing <laughs> yeah. people left and right. And, and now it's uh, poor Dr. Chilton. So my, my question is, do you think this episode is too tidy? In wrapping things up, so it gets to like the new status quo. The next episode,
1: yeah, it has to move pretty fast. Like it's like it's like all right, Miriam's back, Miriam's gone again, right? Like it's very, yeah, it does. I think have to tie things up with a bow a little bit to to in in order to keep that pace. Mm -hmm. But I don't mind the tidiness because it's not nearly as tidy, I think, as we think it is initially.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I think. Um, but watching it, it's like, oh, Will's freed. Chilton gets framed successfully. A dome Miriam successfully. Laughs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, domed successfully. Yeah, domes, Exactly. Oh man. Yeah, Miriam with a headshot. She. Oh, I guess she can see through the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She I was can like, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She plot. can see. So, so. so her, her 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 aim is quite good. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess like the impetus for this is like. They bring Miriam in, like, Jack brings Miriam in immediately to, like, have her try and ID Hannibal, right? Because that's where the suspicion lies, right? And, and she tells Jack for sure that he's not the Ripper. Right, Right. So yeah. that's, like, where all the intrigue and, and stuff comes comes in. And uh,
1: Well, it's heartbreaking because at first she's like, oh, like, I want to see the Ripper. And Jack's like, uh yeah, we haven't yeah. caught him yet. And she's like, What? And that's right, that's yeah, and she right. She kind of that's freaks right. out a little bit. And then and then he's like pressuring her to ID him and she's like, I can't. And then she's like, Oh, hey, thank for not giving up on me. And he's like, Oh, actually I did. <laughs> actually I did, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just guilt trips all around here, right? Like
0: Yeah. Did Hannibal leave her? Alone down there for a really long time because she would know if they caught the Ripper, right? Because no one would come and take care of her, I guess? I don't know. Is it like some automated lever pulley system that delivers food? Yeah, I have her, like, no
1: idea. I'm um, getting yeah, it, it, or something? It's not entirely clear to me how long she was supposed to be in the hole versus somewhere else. Yeah. Right? So I don't know if this is a time to bring this up. So maybe we can cut this out. But uh-huh. this raises the question what is it that. Beverly Saw in Hannibal's basement. Yeah. Do you think it was Miriam Lass? I don't know.
0: Because I don't think it's body parts. Because if it was body parts, I don't think she would have had the shocked, shocked reaction. Reaction? I mean, it would be a shocking revelation. Yeah, but like, to have your suspicions she's confirmed. The FBI is like, oh, you're suspicious of someone being a serial killer. And, like, you find body parts. You wouldn't be like, oh, body parts. Right. You know? Yeah, or, like, yeah, yeah. especially if you're someone as level-headed and, like, Collected as Beverly. Yeah. You know? I don't think you would be like that. You would have to, like, see something um, really... Really shocking. Surprising. Yes. But I guess, yeah, it, I guess
1: yeah. if it's Miriam, then that means that Miriam would have been able to maybe see the fight between Hannibal and Beverly, yeah. and then she would recognize Hannibal. And So maybe it doesn't work. Maybe, maybe Miriam's been in the hole the whole time. I don't know. But it's, it's, yeah. it's just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah, so Miriam's brought out. She's shocked that the river hasn't been caught. She's shocked that uh Jack actually gave up on her. There's some cool scenes of her recovery like they show her getting the prosthetic arm and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that stuff, she, yeah, that, that's a very that well stuff shot. is really cool. Really interesting. Um so her eyes go wide as she gets that prosthetic hand and starts moving it around and seeing how it works and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it like a robotic arm? It
1: seems like it, but I I mean I don't really know.
0: I don't remember actually.
1: But I guess uh yeah with with uh you know, Miriam being found, I guess it's the last piece in the puzzle that frees Will, right?
0: Right, right, right.
1: So, um, uh, Will, so Will is, uh, um, so now Will, Will can't be the Ripper. Hannibal's been quote-unquote exonerated by Miriam. Although, you know, Jack <laughs> and Will are both still suspicious. Will's like, hey, you know, you're going to find something in here that's going to lead you away from Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, so
0: what is up with that? I was a little confused about that because is it just Hannibal playing games again? Because, like... What? Will's like, you're going to discover something that points away from Hannibal, but then on the councilman's body from last episode, they find one of Hannibal's fingerprints, right? Yeah. What's up with
2: that?
1: I think that's a little bit of, uh, like, mind games from Hannibal, right? Like, because they, they, they even say in the lab, like, oh, what, the Ripper's going to start leaving prints now? Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think it's a little, of, uh, a little bit of mind games from him, at least, at least just the fingerprint part.
0: So it wasn't, like, a genuine mistake No, on I think it's part. Hannibal... Think, yeah.
1: I think it's Hannibal framing Chilton, framing Hannibal. <laughs> Jesus. Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Frame jobs all around. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. So what happens here? Will, like, Will goes to the, uh... He investigates, the, like, the place where Miriam Moss was found. He says the thing about uh-huh. the Hannibal Lecter thing we spoke about. Uh, Will goes home, and he has that scene with Alana, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, there's also, like, a bunch of... Evidence in the in the I don't know like the hut that Miriam was found in, right? Yeah, the blood, like and the, the councilman's. Like you thing. got the the glass, the the panes of glass that Beverly was set between, like jars of her blood, and then like the flowers were there too from like the councilman's body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a bunch of evidence. Yeah,
1: which yeah, which since which since Will is in prison at that at the time they find all this, it proves he can't be the killer and blah blah blah. Right.
0: Yeah, and then he goes home and Alana's there and and they. Kind of hash things out, and Alana's still mad that he tried to kill Hannibal.
1: Yeah, and uh, Will's, like, he doesn't do but he's got to be a little mad that Alana's sleeping with Hannibal, right? I mean, oh, yeah, come for on, sure. that can't, that can't, <laughs> they can't feel good, right? And that kind of raises two questions in my head. Like, one, is Hannibal just doing this to fuck with Will? Is he genuinely attracted to Alana just because, you know, she is good-looking? Does he have that level of, like normal human impulses, or, yeah, like... Yeah, is
0: he even, like, yeah, is he even capable of something yeah. like that? I
1: don't know, maybe both, who knows? I mean, he is, like, canonically, like Brian Fuller said, a heterosexual man, right? Like, he and Will are both mm-hmm. straight, right?
0: Right, right, right. So,
1: I mean, it's not out of the question that he's just, you know, uh he's a mm-hmm. straight guy, and he's into Alana on that level, and he's just into Will on a, on a different level. Yeah. Yeah, it just it, it definitely feels like a A huge knife in the back from Hannibal, and I guess uh, from Alana too, right? Her not believing Will and then believing Hannibal over him. Very rough. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of wonder, it raises the question, why is Alana so convinced that Hannibal is not the killer, but Jack doesn't buy it? What does Jack know that Alana does not right Because um, Jack is super, like Jack, one hundred percent thinks it's still Hannibal, even though Miriam has said it's not, right? Because he has that scene with, with Will where he he mentions, yeah, like I think I think
0: Will's exoneration has a big is a big part of that because, like, I mean, when you think Will is guilty, like his words don't mean much, but like now that you find out that he's been innocent this whole time, right, like suddenly his words have more weight about, like, okay. who he, who he's accusing, right? And obviously, like, Alana's relationship with Hannibal has blinded her. And, and like, she does still think, like, there's that alibi where she thinks that he was with her the whole night, right. even though he drugged her, right? Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah, that's true. And Will did try to have, Ka- have Hannibal killed, so, like... Right, yeah,
1: that's incontrovertible, dude, that's, right? That, that clearly... Yeah, yeah,
0: that's... Yeah, that's... <laughs> So that's uh, I feel like that's coloring her perception as well, right? So,
1: and I mean, maybe not even coloring, right? Like, justifiably, you should be pretty angry with one of your friends who tries to kill, like, a, your boyfriend. I <laughs> well, guess. I mean, even <laughs> yeah. even before that, your mentor, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. A, mentor a mentor, and a friend. Yeah. Even before that, so yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's it makes sense, although it, it makes Alana's role a little bit confusing, like here. Mm-hmm. But I guess I guess we're in the show is always a little. Confused. So, I mean, I guess it's fine.
0: Yeah. And then Will goes to Hannibal's house. Yeah, right? they resume their kitchen conversation
1: um, from the end of season one.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, Hannibal knows he's there without even seeing him, right? Because he it smells the he smells that, uh yeah. He says that same unfortunate aftershave too long in the bottle, right? <laughs> and he yeah. turns around and Will's pointing a gun at his face. But, you know, they have a little tete a tete, right? Yeah. But, Will doesn't kill him or anything, He's his his gun is empty, right? And he disappears right after confronting him, right? So, I don't know, Will's got his own little game he's playing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, then they bring, Jack brings Miriam to Hannibal's office to try and like, jog her memory, I guess. and Maybe mm-hmm. get her some therapy to bring back those lost memories from mm-hmm. her time with the Ripper. My question is, if you suspect Hannibal is the Ripper right now, would you let him... Do any kind of therapy on Miriam?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't I was know. Like, that
1: doesn't make sense. Like, I wouldn't let if I was that suspicious of him. I don't. I, don't think I so. would let him hypnotize my fucking star witness or whatever. Right, my right, right, my right. protege who has just been recovered after two years of you know uh, torture. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. If, if I was suspicious of Hannibal at all, I wouldn't let him do that.
0: And even like like Jack should be able to put two and two together, right? Like his. If Hannibal's the Ripper, he's the one who fucking did this to Miriam in the first place. Why would you? It doesn't really. It doesn't really jive with me. I don't think. You're you're right. It's a little 100 um, makes sense because, like you said, just because Miriam said that Hannibal's not the Ripper, that doesn't mean Jack's convinced, right? Yeah, he's clearly not convinced.
1: He said, and he says this convinced. Yeah, and uh, this raises another question too, and it might apply across all mediums. So it's funny in this episode she calls uh, Jack the Guru, right? Because he has a peculiar cleverness?
0: Yeah, I think this is the first instance of him actually being called the guru on the show, which is a callback to Silence of the Lambs, right? That's what Crawford's called in in that, right? Yeah, but what, what were you going to say?
1: So, um, I guess it's just, does he have a peculiar cleverness? I mean, I love Lawrence Fishburne in this role. <laughs> you mentioned this very, before, yeah. yeah. But he doesn't like... Contribute a ton to the investigations. Like I don't know. I guess maybe it's just difficult when you're being misled by a manipulator who's always just one step ahead of you. But he he, he doesn't. He looks more like uh, I don't know an Inspector Clouseau.
0: For sure, I agree with you.
1: And it seems like he relies on Will and Hannibal to do all his investigation and intuitiveness.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm. I was just gonna say like it's one thing for him to be like a secondary character, but like he doesn't even have a flash of brilliance to like make him deserving of the guru nickname on this show. I don't think think he, I don't think he has anything that's guru esque about him.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think it works in sounds of the Land* because it's like a, title he's earned in the past or whatever so you're, you're supposed to just yeah. assume that he previously has shown this this level of brilliance or whatever yeah you don't you don't see it so much in this show he's just sort of like a he's sort of like the police chief who just like tells you know the hero to go like solve that case or whatever i don't know
0: yeah like i don't doubt he's a good agent and he's like smart or anything but like the guru it's a little i I don't particularly buy it from what we've seen of him so far so
1: I don't know. I think, I think it's also part of the fact that he's gone up against, uh, you know, Will and Hannibal, who are just, you know...
0: Yeah, and Hannibal's been playing him like a fiddle, too, so... Yeah. That's also particularly not guru-esque, I
1: think. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like, just all that shit with Bella, like, you are not the guru when it comes to that shit. Yeah, well, not just Bella, like, obviously Miriam and Hannibal. Yeah, like... he's He's been getting the shaft all series.
1: <laughs> yeah, for, I mean, yeah. Hannibal has been manipulating him for years. Yeah. Anyway, that's just kind of an aside. So, um... Jack unwisely allows uh, Hannibal to put Miriam under hypnosis. I don't know if this is mm-hmm. what triggers her, like, killing spree later on, or if this is, like, you no know, the trigger word or whatever, or I, I, I don't know if this is it, but puts her under hypnosis, and I guess she recovers something about the wound man.
0: Right, right, right. Um, which is what she saw before uh, Hannibal choked her out in her in his uh, in his study. Yeah, right.
1: And then this is where uh, Chilton comes in.
0: So I know this is like only natural for. Like the only natural progression of the, where the storyline could go in terms of like framing Chilton, but I was actually surprised that they framed Chilton for this. I was like, "Whoa, that's, that's a good twist!" Absolutely, like, I didn't
1: see it coming at all.
0: I didn't see it coming either. But like, they planned it out because like he matches both the profile for Will and Hannibal. Yeah, right? He says so it like, I didn't even oh, yeah. think of that. I never would have thought of it. Um, yet.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. The show spends so much time focusing oh. on the parallelism. Uh, and uh, differences between Will and, and Hannibal, you don't think about other people who might also potentially fit that mold. And uh, mm-hmm. Chilton's definitely one of them. And there is there is some work to tie to tie Hannibal and Chilton together,
0: right? right with their psychic driving and like manipulation, and yeah. And stuff but it's, like that, it's right? relatively
1: mm-hmm. minor versus the you know the major parallels that we see throughout the show of Will and Hannibal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know right, you don't right, th- right. you don't think about. Chilton as a, as a potential uh, patsy.
2: Right. And so you
1: can kind of you get that same sense of revelation as, as uh, Jack and other, others do, and they go, oh, whoa, was Chilton all along? And, you know, we can go, oh, whoa, Chilton was the, was the patsy all along. Man, this is really impressive. Or maybe not all along. I don't know how long in advance Hannibal had this planned.
0: I was just going to say that, right? Like, how long do you think he's been planning for Chilton to take the fall for this? Because it would seem like He's this was his plan all along to frame Frederick Chilton, right? Because you would have to really manipulate Miriam Lass in that manner to like to make her think that Chilton's the one that did this to her, right?
1: Right, yeah. I feel
0: like that would take like the whole two years of her in captivity to do something like that. So I feel like this was always the plan, maybe.
1: Maybe. But there's other ways in which it just seems like he kind of is improvising as he goes along, right? Right,
0: right, right, right. I would probably say, like, Will is the improvisation, and right. Chilling was the plan all along, maybe?
1: Maybe. I mean, I don't even know if he necessarily needs, like, a patsy, because, like, they're not, like, it's not like they're close to catching The The Chesapeake River is, like, a complete enigma
0: yeah, there's suspicion, but there's no evidence what's whatsoever, right? Well, I don't Wait. think there's any
1: suspicion of him either until, like, the show starts, right? Like,
0: Oh, no, 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 you yeah, see what I'm saying? About, like, like, this episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? At this yeah. point,
1: yes. But I'm saying that, like, he could have continued being the Ripper under everyone's noses probably forever and would never have even really needed a Patsy, it seems like. Mm-hmm. I guess it's nice to have a contingency to but it seems like... He'd completely gotten away with it and wasn't the Ripper, right? Like the Ripper had stopped killing, quote unquote, right?
2: Right, right, right.
1: I guess yeah, maybe he had Chilton in, in, in the in the his back pocket all along, but it seems like he ne- he didn't even, even necessarily think he needed to use him until he needed him to replace Will, right?
0: Right. I guess like again, like applying logic is futile. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: In talking about the show, yeah, it's, absolutely, it's hard to really say, but yeah. Yeah, it's all—they're all good points, I think. Um, but this this frame job of Chilton is is
2: crazy.
1: Dude, I never thought I'd feel so bad for Frederick Chilton, man, because he's such a s- slimy, unctuous t- fuck that you're like—you you think you would like love seeing bad things happen, but it's just it's so awful, man, what happens to him? Yeah, you know what he's like? He's like Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true, that's true. And in terms of like the physical torment that he goes through too, Yeah, right? yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So basically, uh Chilton comes home and finds Evil Gideon dead uh <laughs> in his house um and a whole He's still alive Yeah, though, in right? the last for, like when... just a couple seconds, right? And then he and Yeah, yeah cuz
0: he he goes to investigate and when he finds him Gideon's flatlined, right? Yeah. So and then there's... he's like hooked up to like machinery right yeah and then there's all and kinds he's, of he's got no limbs all of his limbs are gone right there's just a torso in his head
1: then there's like a uh then there's a saw with like some uh some pieces i guess hannibal does a good job setting a setting a scene there and then Shelton comes out <laughs> of the room and he trips over his over the bags and hannibal's in the plastic suit
2: <laughs> yeah
0: his his murder suit yeah right?
1: <laughs> And I guess he chloroforms or does something to him to knock him out. And he's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you well, wake the, up. Like, the
0: doorbell rings and then Hannibal's like, that would be the FBI. <laughs> yeah, he's like,
1: well, when you uh, wake up, your only, your only option is going to be to run. Which I think is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, like, he does this for a reason, right? Because, like, presumably – because Chilton is suspicious of Hannibal at this point, right? hmm And he could confess to Jack the psychic driving thing and kind of, like, drive it home that it is Hannibal, and that's what...
0: Admit, like, to, to a lesser sin to, like... Yeah, if he
1: admits to his own guilt, uh, yeah, yeah, he, can, yeah. um, he can probably nail Hannibal. And this is what Will encourages him to do. But Chilton's not mm-hmm. into that. Instead, he proposes that, yeah. he, that he, like, act as Miriam Lass's doctor, which Jack does not allow. And Chilton's mm-hmm. not willing to sacrifice his own career to get Hannibal, so he just, like, tries to leave Moana alone. And that leaves him open mm-hmm. to this manipulation, right? Like, if he'd just gone for it, Earlier, he could have maybe preempted all this.
2: Right, right, right,
1: right. Because he goes to Jack asking for like protection and stuff like that, and Jack's not buying any of it. Mm -hmm. And so now, I guess I I think because I think even even when he's taken here, if Hannibal doesn't kill those FBI agents, Chilton can just say like it's all a setup, and like still maybe kind of be believed. Mm -hmm. But I think after Hannibal kills all those FBI agents and covers the whole place in blood and all of that, then, like, no one's going to be in any mood to listen to Chilton.
0: Right, right, right. But also, like, this is not very Ripper-esque either, right? Like, just him waking up and being, like, taken into custody like that. I don't know, right? I I don't know. It's hard to say. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, a lot of people say, like, serial killers, like, they, like, lose a lot of the mystique, their mystique when you, like find out who they are and like I don't know it just doesn't seem like the Ripper would be like someone like Chilton and then like he wakes up and he's got like all these bodies and then he's just all of a sudden caught right Um, so like I feel like if he said, like, this was a frame job, like, I feel like people would still believe him. I don't know, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I th- I think it's pretty clear, at least to Will, that it's a frame job, right? Because mm-hmm. –
0: Right, right, right.
1: And, and it's made clear to the audience, right? Because Chilton doesn't even have the guts to fire the gun he's pulled on Will, right? Will just goes, yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're not a killer. Come on. <laughs> it's just completely unbelievable.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I guess to make a long story short, Chilton tries to run to Will. He's captured – they take him back to FBI headquarters. Um, he has a little conversation with Alana, right? Mm-hmm. And Alana just is not buying any of it. And he does say quite prophetically, "He's like, hey, someday you're gonna you're gonna like regret this, and I will have like it's, it's an I told you so basically, right?" He's like planting that seed yeah. to be able to be like, "I told you so" later on when uh, she does realize that it's going that it is Hannibal. Yeah. So is this where they really bring in Hannibal? No, because Hannibal was here earlier, and uh, she was he was already cleared. But it's the same room. And so Chilton's sitting there, and then he, on hearing his voice, it activates her. I don't know her Hannibal programming or whatever, and she thinks yeah. that uh, that Chilton's the Ripper, and she uh, and, and uh, she starts freaking out. She's like, "It's him! It's him!" Yeah, she she's does such a really, she does a great it's job here. Really her,
0: chilling, yeah, really chilling. Her eyes almost, are
1: all bugged out, and she's like, "Yeah," she's like shaking. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's really really convincing stuff. And then. Um, so Jack's trying to comfort her, and she just grabs Jack's gun and uh, shoots through the shoots through the one way glass and blows a hole in Chilton's face.
0: Yeah, it's like slow motion bullet through the window, and it's a great shot.
1: Yeah, and so then that kind of uh, kind of ties everything up there, right? Because appara- apparently, apparently, uh, Chilton was the Ripper, and uh, now he's mm-hmm. been uh, now he's had his head blown off by uh, Miriam Lass. And uh, so we close out the episode with Will returning to uh, therapy uh, with Hannibal Lecter.
2: Yeah, he's and, like,
0: I'd like to resume my therapy. <laughs>
1: and that kind of, that kind of closes out this whole arc. hmm I mean, this is like a long talk about the episode, but it all moves so fast. Like
0: It moves very, very in quickly. In like
1: 40 minutes, you go – 40-something minutes, you go from Miriam last being found to Hannibal being mm-hmm. cleared by this hypnosis or whatever – uh, you know, Manchurian Candidate thing—he's implanted into Miriam. To Chilton being framed, to Chilton getting his head blown off by Miriam, and uh, Will is free. Like all this happens in you know forty something minutes. So just the pacing it's, the pacing is crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. the interesting thing I want to point out thing that I want to point out is that this further like mirrors Miriam with Clarice, right from Silence of the Lambs, because from the novel Hannibal. Um, I don't know if you've read it. I, I read it a really, really long time ago. No. Um, and then they had they had the movie where I think it was Ridley Scott who directed it, and then Julianne Moore took over for Jodie Foster. Right. And, like, Miriam's little dialogue about, like, oh, like, awake, but, like, not really awake, and, like, talking about, like, the chamber music and, like, the flowers and all that stuff, It's it's taken directly from Hannibal brainwashing... Clarice in in the novel.
2: Oh, um, interesting. So,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Another little tie into the Hannibal Lecter mythology.
1: <laughs> Speaking of brainwashing and, Han- and Hannibal, this just occurred to me, and I might be completely messing this up, but isn't it known that like Hannibal used lights on will in his therapy? Oh, uh, I guess. I uh, never mind. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Whatever, who cares? About. No, I mean, I think that's a good point, but... And he uses... He, he does use light on Miriam, but I guess the assumption is that this is all for, like... Uh, this is all up and up, and this is not for, like, nefarious purposes, right?
2: Yeah. I guess it's not
1: inherently suspicious that he happens to be using the same therapy that... Miriam says that she was under. I guess this is just assumed to be something. That, I
0: guess it all depends on how common that kind of therapy is to like recover memories yeah, and stuff. Did. Who knows? No, if it's like there. a common therapy, then like uh, yeah, I guess it's not inherently uh, suspicious. Yeah. yeah, I've never heard yeah, of that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. i never heard
1: of this, but who knows? Uh, I think about this stuff? They might have hypnosis and recovered memories and stuff. Like who knows? So um, I guess that's it, right? For
0: yeah, that's it for this episode. I mean,
1: and that's it for the arc. Yeah, I think it. I think it really is a high point in. uh, in the show, it's, it's an unbelievable episode.
0: Quite gruesome with the framing of uh, Frederick Chilton. Um, all those dead FBI agents, Abel Gideon's body. Uh, some great imagery in this episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this this wraps up like a mm-hmm. the long running arc of Will in prison, and now he's freed, and he's gonna put together his own little game because he's not done with Hannibal. He's not. He's not just gonna accept. That Hannibal's going to get away with this, right? He's not like, oh, Hannibal's innocent.
1: Yeah, and, and, and then we can pick that right up with uh, uh, Suzukana, right? So it starts with Will, yeah, yeah. Will and Jack fishing, right? Yeah. So um, this is kind of, uh, I guess, the real life parallel of the dream he has, where he wishes he could have taken Abigail fishing. Here he mm-hmm. is actually fishing with uh, Jack, and uh, they basically just say here, like, this is definitely Hannibal Lecter, and we have to fucking catch him. Yeah. So this is the whole stuff about the fish and the lure and whatever. But the uh, yeah, Jack says, "What you hook him and I'll land him."
0: Yeah, Jack doesn't buy that. Chilton is uh, the the ripper then.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely not. And credit credit to him, I guess th- this is where he starts being a little guru like. He still, you know, mm-hmm. despite all the evidence that Hannibal has has made sure to stack up, is kind of going with his instincts, trusting his gut that yeah, like this is some bullshit. Hannibal's definitely definitely doing this.
0: And, like, Will's, Will's been very good up until he was accused of being the Ripper, right? So, like, why distrust Will's opinion now? Like, especially now that he's been cleared,
1: been right? Now that Will's been right? Yeah, that's true. And uh, and you can see that uh, he does – he has started to distrust Hannibal a bit because, of course, they bring him fish that they've caught themselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not eating meat from Hannibal's table anymore. <laughs>
0: But it's, it's nice to always come back to Hannibal's dinner table because it's always, like, a configuration of, like, all the people around him and whether they're enemies, they're friends, that friends that used to be enemies, enemies that used to be friends. Like, it's, it's always a configuration of some sort of that, right? And it's always fascinating to see.
1: It's funny because I thought you were going to say it's always good to come back to his table because uh, the food always looks so damn good. And, that's uh, <laughs> true too. It's a sharp, yeah. That's not I, I, untrue. I, 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 the food I, I, looks I was, very good. Yeah, I definitely wanted some Nietzschean fish myself after seeing that because uh, the trout looked really, really good.
0: Yeah, but this was more of like a breather episode, kind of slight.
1: Yeah, a little bit. There's some decent parallels here.
0: There's some very decent parallels in this one. And so at first you're like, oh,
1: is this another killer of the week episode? Like spare me, right? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. You're, a little, you're a little bit. Like, I was a little bit upset at first. I was like, oh god. Some other murderer that like, I don't care about, right? Yeah. So I guess they find this uh, – This one's
0: creepy. It is creepy. This one's creepy. The
1: FBI mm-hmm. finds this girl um, sewn into the uh, like uterus okay. of, a, of a mare that's delivered a uh, a stillborn foal. Yeah, yeah. So they find this uh, dead girl sewn into the uterus. And then I guess uh, when they take her back to FBI headquarters, uh, turns out she has a live bird inside her chest. Mm-hmm which eventually yeah. comes out and so then i guess this is sort of the uh you know the murder of the week and i guess we mm-hmm. quickly narrow things down without much work to a like a uh, a formal a former worker at the stable who i guess is, was kicked in the head by one of the horses
0: yeah yeah uh played by jeremy davies yeah who does a
1: great job
0: he's so good i i really like his character too
1: uh sweet. and Very sympathetic. And, and, yeah, incredibly sympathetic. He feels super bad for this guy. Um, he does a great job of playing somebody who's off, who has been, you know, affected the way this guy's been affected by being kicked in the head.
0: What's his name? Peter, Peter Bernadona, yes.
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he does a great job as Peter. And so, um, you know, as we find out pretty quickly uh, when Will talks to him, Peter's not the murderer, right? The murderer mm-hmm. is uh, Peter's social worker.
0: Yeah, this was a good twist actually. I like that they didn't make Peter the murderer and like he was actually trying to like help the victim. I mean, obviously she's dead, but like he's trying to do he's he's the one who put her in the horse and the bird in her chest, right, to like alleviate his guilt, I guess, and like have her be reborn in some twisted way. I mean, he's been kicked in the head by a horse, so like it's an interesting, who knows what's going on.
1: Interesting sort of uh, you know, Inversion of like what Hannibal does, where like he makes these gruesome tableaus to like humiliate, or, right, or make a right, point, right, right, right. like Peter's doing it, uh, you know, sort of as, as a as a an offering or as a positive thing, and it also mm-hmm. splits the two kind of halves of Hannibal, right? Like the social worker right. is the killer side, and then Peter Bernadone is the um, the tableau artistic side, and they kind of have gone and, mm-hmm. gone in different directions.
2: Yeah, and
0: also, also, what's the what's the psychiatrist's name? A social worker's name, um, Clark Ingram. Clark is obviously like Hannibal, and then Peter is kind of like Will. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's also a nice little parallel there,
2: right? Yeah, so- absolutely.
1: The uh, the mental health professional who you know abuses their position of trust in order to um, manipulate the person who's supposed to be under under their yeah. care, and that's and that's I guess like the main point of this episode is that is that in the end, uh, Will is brought to a point where he uh, actually tries to kill Clark Ingram.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, you keep asking me and Derek, like, when does this kind of twisted love story kind of begin? And I would say maybe this episode maybe delves a little more into that, right? Because yeah. Hannibal's still trying to seduce Will over to the dark side, and... This episode where Will almost kills Clark, right?
1: Right. He tries to. He would have unless Hannibal stops him.
0: Right. So, like, it's interesting because Hannibal's like, wait, not too fast, <laughs> right? Or, yeah. or, like, it's interesting because you would you would think, like, Hannibal would want him to do this. But, like,
1: uh, didn't want it to be his first kill, I suppose. That's yeah, like yeah. Something else in my name.
0: Yeah. I guess it's enough for Hannibal that Will is willing to do it. Right. is willing to
1: yeah, do it, right? Like, or, yeah, and, that, and that's a big change, right? The will of, you know, episodes of season one, episode one, never would have tried to kill anybody. And now he's mm-hmm. killed Garrett Jacob Hobbes, shot Abel Gideon, mm-hmm. and now...
0: Hired someone to hired kill... Hired someone to kill
1: Hannibal, yes, and now nearly kills um, Clark Ingram. Yes, yeah, so he's he's taken a, quite a couple of steps down the killing people road to becoming a, a serial killer you know it's like hannibal's trying to make will into a more suitable partner for himself or more um, um, uh, into making him into a mirror image right
2: yeah
1: yeah i guess this is where you see him take another step down that road will is still also very angry at hannibal still right here in this episode he's still uh mm-hmm. yeah you yeah, know yeah. He, he, he does say that he's not going to kill him because now he finally finds an interesting right that callback right
0: an- another uh callback to their first interaction, yeah. Where will was like, "I don't really find you that interesting," and then Hannibal's like,
1: "Oh, you will." <laughs> yeah. So you know, but he's he's still obviously very angry here at Hannibal.
0: Yeah.
1: But one question is, why did Will resume his therapy at the end of the last episode?
0: I think it's just a a method of keeping tabs on Hannibal, maybe, or like.
1: <laughs> he I
0: don't like, know, he doesn't, but like he doesn't
2: have that also doesn't do it really
0: make sense because. Because Hannibal's like, I don't know. His manipulations are very, very insidious and very, very effective. So, like, I would not want to be
1: intentionally exposing yourself to his manipulation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what. Yeah. Well, this is what Bedelia de Morier says, right? She says that like, if you resume Will's treatment, it 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 exposes your intent to manipulate him. And if he accepts, it, it exposes his intent to manipulate you. <laughs> So, is true. I suppose that maybe that's what's going on here. Will wants to use this as a, as a way to manipulate Hannibal, and Hannibal wants to use this as a way to manipulate mm-hmm. him. But it also raises the question maybe it's less, maybe it's more straightforward. Maybe Will actually thinks that Hannibal can help him in some way. Like maybe, maybe he can only resolve the issues he has with Hannibal by talking to Hannibal. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, se- it seems incredibly. Twisted and unethical to me. Yeah, it seems super unhealthy, super, like, dependent, twisted relationship. But, I don't know, maybe Will's already so messed up he can't see that. Yeah, it's like a
0: messed up battle of Will's, I guess.
1: Yeah, I I suppose. I mean, I don't don't know. I don't know, maybe Will's already been changed enough by Hannibal that he... I don't know, he he finally does find him interesting. He wants to be near him somehow, he he's, he's
2: mm-hmm. been
1: entranced a bit by Hannibal's charisma the same way Alana has.
0: Right, right, right. It's just like a draw that he has to Hannibal and, um, I don't know, it's, it's a very, very unhealthy relationship. Well, he still
1: fantasizes about killing him, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're not all there, but.
0: But I like how this episode doesn't make ambiguous at all if he's the killer or whatever. He's such a smug piece of shit. Yeah, he's, right? dude, he's so um, creepy. He's killed a lot of people. Yeah. They think of, like, what, 16, 17 bodies or something? Yeah. Or or it was, like, 15. 15, and then the 16th was the one that Peter Bernadone sewed into the horse, right? Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of people he's killed. Yeah. I just want to say again that I really do like Jeremy Davies' performance in this. He's he's very good.
1: Yeah, he's awesome. Super sad.
0: So Peter Bernardone is the is the name of uh saint francis of assisi a patron saint of animals in like the catholic uh canon right so mm, i think that's good time there yeah. that's pretty that's, interesting yeah because like he really likes the animals and like because when will goes to visit him he's got like all the animals and he's like taking care of them and he's just like a kind-hearted guy even though he's not all there mentally right he's been Kicked in the head by a horse, you know. So,
1: dude, and Clark is such a dick because he he like empties all the cages of the animals or whatever that Peter cares for at the end. He's such an asshole. Yeah. So, so that's like the main through line of the episode. But there is something else here, right? There's the introduction of this other character, right? Margot Verger.
0: Yes, Margot Verger. Yeah. So she is the sister of uh, another very very important character that will. That will round out the remaining episodes, right? Mason.
2: Mason Verger, right?
0: Yeah, Ma- Mason Verger. Yeah. So S- Hannibal is her psychiatrist. And what do they talk about in their session? They talk about...
1: Um, her trying to kill her brother. Yeah. <laughs> and Hannibal <laughs> basically encouraging her to do it again. Mm-hmm. Without like without really being able to say it outright. But basically basically saying, yeah, you should try to kill your brother again. And it would be a good thing. It would be good if you did so. And just from what little we see of Mason here, kind of got to agree with Hannibal on this one. He is a douchebag. He's a huge douchebag. He's like so incredibly, instantly loathsome. He's just – you cannot stand the guy. Yeah. I mean, great job – well, maybe not a great job of acting there. But he definitely does a good job being loathsome here. Yeah. So you don't even see his face. But what you see him doing is he's pushing her – like face down over an eel tank, and then he on the like,
0: glass, yeah, yeah, and then
1: he catches her tears on a piece of paper, and then puts the paper in a martini glass to drink it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I drink your tears. Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> just
1: really, just 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 awful, awful stuff. Yeah. So he's like just instantly loathsome. You know, you don't even see his face, or I don't even know. If I'm not sure you get his name in this episode.
2: Right, right, and right. then like he's mm-hmm. instantly
1: hateable. And on on the other hand, like she's instantly incredibly compelling and sympathetic yeah i immediately loved her character from like the instant later like, oh, she's great
0: they took a very interesting direction with the margot verger character
1: yeah super different right
0: because in hannibal the the novel she's like a, a bodybuilder she's a lesbian bodybuilder but like i think brian fuller felt that that was too much of like a stereotype having like a bodybuilder lesbian right is
1: that a stereotype
0: I don't know, like I don't know, like the butch lesbian or something. I don't know. Seems seems a little regressive. Whatever. I, like, I guess
1: props to him for uh, you know uh, thinking about that. I, I don't even think I knew that was a stereotype, but I, mean, I know quite a few lesbians. I don't think I know any lesbian bodybuilders, but whatever, whatever, um, <laughs> whatever. I mean, he thought about it.
0: She's great in this role, Catherine Isabel, who plays uh, uh, Margot Verger. She's she's really good in this role. Yeah, she's wonderful. And it's just nice to have a new character and a new dynamic to to chew on here, you know? Because other than, like, Killers of the Week and, like, recurring characters here and there, it's just nice to have, like, this brand new dynamic with a new character that we're going to be seeing more of and, like, her piece-of-shit brother, right?
1: And when we get to see Hannibal in his, like...
0: In his element, yeah.
1: Yeah, in his element. In his guy, not even in his guys, but in his role as, like I said, kinda you get to see him doing his job.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if you've – have we seen that before? I guess we've seen it with Will, but we know with Will he's not even trying to do his job, right? Like he's clearly well, just
0: – with Franklin. <laughs> Remember Franklin?
1: Oh, yeah, but it's unclear if he's trying to help Franklin or not. Yeah. Right? Like I I could I couldn't really say if he was actually trying to help Franklin. He does dissolve their he does dissolve their, re- their relationship when it's clear it's unhealthy, so maybe he is trying to help Franklin.
0: Yeah. Is he actually helping I me? Mean, I, Mar- he I mean, I guess he kills Franklin. I guess he Franklin. So
1: you know, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think we really see him ever like unambiguously like in his element outside of with like his will and Franklin before this. And like with yeah. Will, he's clearly not trying to help Will, right? He's drugging him and inducing seizures and forcing ears down his throat, right? Is he trying to help Margot, though? Because, like,
0: obviously, her brother's a piece of shit that deserves to die, but, like, as your psychiatrist, should you be goading.
1: To a murder? Clearly not. It's <laughs> a <To> murder. <laughs> clearly right, not. So like... Right? But so he has this, like, I mean, so he clearly has this sterling reputation as a great psychiatrist. And I guess this is another one of those logic things you just kind of wonder where it came from. Like, does he help like ninety five percent of his patients, and then there's just like the five percent that he thinks he can go into murder where he does so? Right, right, right. Like, what exactly is his like M O as a doctor? Like, it's just it's very weird.
0: I think he just likes setting loose cannons loose all it over just the likes place. Fuck so with like with people. I don't know. It's it's great. We'll see. We'll see what happens with them and. The other big development, we get that sex scene with Hannibal and Alana, right?
1: Is it a development? It's a cool scene, like, visually. It's not a development,
0: because they've clearly spent the night together before, but, like... It's cool. Like, it looks cool. It kind of reminds me of a fight club.
1: I think that was the intention, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: think it was inspired by that, actually.
0: Between um, Marla and Tyler? Yeah.
1: It's cool. It's probably visually quite cool. And there's actually a couple of... Quite funny lines in this one too. I know I'm always going on about this it. The show is actually pretty funny. But um, <laughs> it is, it is. Margo, it Margos call yourself weird, and Hannibal's like, "Oh, I'm much weirder than you'll ever be." <laughs> 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 There's a couple of good ones in here like that. It's just... it's it's, it's a little bit less of a heavy, rapid fire, plot driven episode than the last, and more of like like you said, it's a little bit of a slider episode, a bit of a reset, mm-hmm. uh, almost kind of a killer of the week uh, as a parallel to Hannibal and Will. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's fine. Not my favorite. It's, it's, not, it's not like the high of last episode, but um, it gets us moving in a new direction.
0: Yeah, yeah. Some new characters that I I really enjoy. Some good imagery with Peter Bernadone's, like benevolent tableaus, you know? Because Clark Ingram, he just dumps them, right? He just dumps the bodies in... Like a mass grave, right? Or or, yeah. or something. It's like a yeah. It's like a lot where all the bodies are buried. So it's 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 neat. I do enjoy this episode,
2: yeah.
1: Oh but you know what? Another parallel I forgot to mention is uh remember they find the dirt in the throat of the girl and the horse?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a little like the Chrysalis uh from Silence of the Lambs, right?
0: Right, right, with uh with Jamie Gunn.
1: Yeah. So that, that's another one that's kind of a, a little another kind of a little, little silence callback, silence callback yeah. Yeah, I think that's basically it. I mean, you know. Anything else to say about this one? I don't think so.
0: I think that's it. Uh new direction for the show. Will planning more stuff with Hannibal. There's
1: well, Will, a lot of well, yeah.
0: complicated feelings between these two. So, we're going to see how that shakes out. For yeah. The rest well, of watch season, watch
1: man. Will and Jack try to catch Hannibal and watch the yeah, kind of yeah. development and twists and turns of uh, Will and Hannibal's relationship and um yeah, man, yeah. I'm excited to do the rest of the season, man. Like
0: you said like uh like that fishing scene with uh will and Abigail, right, they compared like hunting with fishing, and now Jack and will they're both fishing, and I think they want to do it correctly this time, and they want to lure Hannibal and not try and shoot him like Beverly did, right
1: and I guess the bait is will right I mean, maybe this is part of yeah, part of why, the bait as well part of yeah. why he's keeping himself so close to Hannibal and joining and uh resuming his therapy. he's kind of the uh the nice juicy lure, so.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, well, uh, if there's nothing else, I think that'll wrap up this week's episode. Yep, yep. Yeah, you can find me on my blog at Strange Harbors, and also you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, also at Strange Harbors. What about you, Amir?
1: Um, We can check out the boxed. And uh, next week, uh, hopefully we'll have, we'll have Derek back with us.
0: Yeah, we'll have Derek back with us. So if you you guys like this podcast please go on to whatever podcast platform that you use to listen and subscribe to us give us a good rating uh whether it's on apple stitcher spotify yeah whatever platform you guys use uh we always like to get new feedback and your ratings help us push out our podcast to new listeners and new audiences so yeah subscribe rate us. Uh we really, really appreciate it. And please, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, please shoot us an email at Jeff at StrangeHarbors.com. Um, we like to hear your thoughts about the podcast, the thoughts about the series, and anything that you might have to add. So please shoot us an email. We like to read the emails out on the podcast sometimes. So feel free to do that. And we will be back next week for episodes nine and
2: ten of Hannibal second season. So until then, uh, see you next week. See you next week, everybody.